Silence. Oppenheimer. I myself am strange and unusual. Listen to Fred Radio. Nerd alert! See, this is the stuff that brings nerds together. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? If I'm interested in it, then by definition, it is nerdy. My dad's a nerd. And welcome to episode 305 of Nerd Pride Radio. 305? Well, according to Lieutenant General McInerney, when... Uh, Lieutenant General... It doesn't matter. When nutjob lawyer for Trump's election team, Sidney Powell, said, Unleash the Kraken, or whatever it was she said about the Kraken, she was, according to the general actually referring to the 305th Military Intelligence Battalion. But they've never done anything interesting. I know, you looked them up. Uh, so I kept digging, and uh, it all just keeps spinning down into QAnon territory. So uh, so thank God this is the moment in my research when Aiden wrote in and rescued me. Did you guys know that the infamous flight hijacked by D.B. Cooper in 1971 was Northwest Orient Airlines Flight 305? Oh, great nerd fact. Which, by the way was 49 years ago this week, amazingly. Right. Purely coincidentally. Um, I've been planning for years to have 305 fall on the last week of Thanksgiving, or last week of November, just so we could have this fact. Oh, man, this <laughs> came out perfectly. Right, and that's why I had to save you with this fact. That's, and that's why, because I had completely forgotten it. Now, on the other hand, like last, last week, the Dalmatian fact with 304, I've actually been waiting for that for a while. Well... Since episode 300, because that one, every week I'd go, okay, wait, how many how many Dalmatians? Oh, not this week. Okay, fine, fine. Um, like, I had to keep adding them up again every week. Um, so, anyway, ask me how I'm doing today. Go on. Ask me. How you doing? I am awesome. My name you is Mike. You also need to turn off your phone. Well, but then how else will I know when... Uh, it's it's ringing off the no hook. When people are notifying me. That I'm more popular than you. I mean, I can turn on my ringer too. Well, no, you would never do that because you're not you're not a boomer. So I mean, this this podcast is already. Tell boomer, you what, so. I'll put it on silent for you, and then I'll I'll holster it back up in my belt clip here, and we'll be fine. This whole podcast is boomered, man. So it's <laughs> totally boomered. Um, anyway, my name is Mike Jones. I am a Pathfinder slash D and D nerd, a history nerd, a sci fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comedy nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd, plus. There's like seven other kinds of nerd I only wish I was nerdy enough to be. You are listening to Nerd Pride Radio, the place I go every week with my handsome son, Aiden. I'm handsome? Aw. I lost where I was. Oh, yeah, to haver on about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit in our skulls anymore. We did get them separated since last week. Right, it's no longer a collective skull. As always, you're listening to the best-smelling podcast on the internet. That's right. Nerd Pride smells exactly like a full Thanksgiving dinner with just a vague hint of almonds. 
That's weird. Don't worry. It, it's probably just something in the turkey. Don't worry about it. It's nothing. I'm sure tryptophan always smells like that. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for updates. Update. <clears throat> Update. I updates. Can't. Thank you. God, see, why don't you always do it? Uh, so anyway, uh, last week I told you that I had new forums, which was true. And now I'm going to tell you to forget that entirely. <laughs> All right, yeah. that old address, if you go to nerdprideradio.com slash talk, which you shouldn't, but if you did, all you're going to see is a message there that tells you that the forums are closed, and you should now go to nerdprideradio.com slash babble. I keep using having to use new words because the old forums still, still exist, and so therefore... Um, nerdprideradio.com slash haver. Mother of God, why, why didn't you tell me that last week when I asked you what it should be? Haver. Oh my god, that would have been great. Alright, well, when these die, the next <laughs> one's going to be Haver. Oh, man. Alright. Anyway. Here's the story. Of a this lovely lady. story of a girl? Who... No, who was bringing up three very lovely girls. Oh. All of them had hair of gold. Yes. Who cried a river? Drowned the like, whole world. Like, like their mother. Anyway. Um... So, this is the story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Yes, but we'll get to that in a minute. All right. Um, anyway, the whole point is, my forums died last year in October. And when they died last year, I went out and I went to create new forums. And for whatever reason, the old, all right, the original forums that I, I liked so well uh, were in... PHP BB. That was the software that runs the forums. And so I thought, okay, good. I'll just get another PHP BB forum and I'll make it look exactly like the old ones and everything will be great. But last year, uh, my web host uh, didn't offer it. I went into their their one-click installs that give you all sorts of things that you can install super easy on the website because I don't have the technical know-how to do it manually. And uh, they didn't have PHP BB. Instead, they had something called MyBB. BB being bulletin boards in You're this case. You're MyBB. Right. So I used MyBB, which is the only thing I had. And thank God, because it was terrible, I couldn't figure out how to customize it. And within three days, someone said, hey, are, are, are we going to just shut this down now that the old boards are open? I'm like, oh my God, the old boards are open. Sure enough, they came back for no reason. So. This was last year, a year ago. We went back to the old boards. They worked fine for another year, and then they shut down again. So this time I went out to reinstall and see what they were offering me, and it turns out that their one-click installs didn't work at all. Like, I couldn't get to anything. So there was no new software. I'm like, ah, oh, crap, what am I going to do? Oh, and then I realized, wait, wait, the old shitty boards from last year are still there, even though they suck. So I put those up. And I've been running through theme after theme trying to put something on this that makes it functional. Some colors that work, some that's hard to customize, and it's awkward, and it just didn't work out. And so, but, you know, I was going to have to make the best of it. That's all I had. And then, and then, it turns out, oh, and by the way, on those forums, it was me, Talvin, Kyle, and I also forgot Akiva. He's been nice enough not to point out, hey, hey, I was here too, because I mentioned last week that it was just three of us. I'm sorry, actually, I'm sorry. I w then I won't do it at full volume. I'll just do. Mike was wrong. Yeah, Mike was wrong. Yeah, Akiva was there too, uh, and so. Ah uh, yes, and my Akiva that's been here this whole time. Right, he's my familiar. <laughs> so, anywho, 
on a whim, I was out somewhere and I thought, you know what, I'm going to check the, I'm going to check the one-click installs again, just see if there's anything I can do. And this time I was doing it from my phone instead of my laptop. And oh, look, I can get to it just fine from my phone using Chrome. And I thought, oh my god, they're working again, great. So when I get home, I go to my laptop and nope, still doesn't work. Not using Chrome, not using Internet Explorer, not using Firefox, nothing. So they're just broke, but I can do it on my phone. So it was laborious, but finally got them all established on my phone, and now they work just fine. And they look exactly like the old ones, except that they're green now instead of uh, uh, water, I think was the theme. What, no, it was what, aqua. What, aqua. Why was... are they green now? Oh, because, here, I'll show you. Because Ugh. green was one of my options. Ugh. No, Well, no, no, if you don't like it, if you would sign up for the damn forums, if you don't like I it... I was signed up to the old forums! If you go into your user control profile, they have an option here under preferences where you can just go down and you can switch the color. Okay. So, we have green, red, black, and purple. No, we have aqua, green, soft blue, and steel blue. Steel blue is mostly just gray. I, I, I was I was so, hoping that none of the options were blue. Ah. No. Here's what the old... This is what the old ones look like. Hey, that's what I'm used to. Exactly. So there you go. So anyway, the point is my forums are back up, and I am super excited. Like once the forums got up, I was I was I realized, okay, this is what I've been missing. Now I was excited to have people show up because I don't have to, you know, whatever customizations I have to do, they're minor. The boards are working and everything's good. So I started inviting everybody back in, and everybody came back except Aiden. And I'll get there. And it was just such a a sigh of relief. I had not realized how much I missed having everyone around. It was just joyous. I was just over the moon for a couple of days, just enjoying having everyone back on the boards again. And then they died so again. Nice. And so, you shut your mouth. <laughs> no, they're doing just fine. So, uh, so it's nice. So, nerd, nerdprideradio.com slash babble. That's where you're going to be going. All right. Anyway, and that's the only thing we have to talk about. In fact, oh, I think it's the only thing we... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I think you might be... Uh... I think you might be forgetting something. Oh, that's, oh, oh, Mike that's, of mine. That's right. This isn't actually part of the meticulous portion of the podcast. Updates is just an opener that we use, but now that the opener is done, I think we're going to go straight to the pod. No, 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 no. You're not avoiding this. We're going we're gonna to go straight to the pod. So Netflix has been speaking about making a sequel to one of my favorite cult classic movies it ever. It probably won't even happen. You know, no, Netflix is Talks notorious. of a killer clowns from outer space, too. Netflix is notorious for their super high standards, and I'm sure... Look, they, it was never meant to be taken seriously. I think that's why you don't like the original, is you were watching it thinking it was trying to take itself seriously. Oh, no. No, no. There's no, there's no way you could possibly fool yourself into thinking that's what's going on. I just didn't like it because it was a bad movie, and even for... Uh, on a meta level where it's aware that it's a bad movie and it's striving to be a bad movie, it's still bad. Just, you know, it may, maybe you should give it another watch if the sequel gets confirmed. And, and as I have said in the past, I will never watch that movie again. But Try as you might, I will you, never you watch that movie. You may have to just to make sure that you understand the sequel so you can watch it with me and we can review it for the podcast. And that's, and that's the thing. I... I sent the link to Aiden because it showed up in my news feed, for God's sake. 
And I'm like, oh, all right, I have to tell him. He will be overjoyed. And so Aiden sees it, and he says, oh, my God, oh, my God, can we watch it together? I'm like, yes, we can watch the sequel together if the sequel comes out. I said, but, you know, I'm afraid I'll be lost. I, I don't, what if I don't understand what's going on? We may have to watch the first one if, if they make the sequel. <laughs> so that's the deal. If they make the sequel, then we will make arrangements for Aiden and I to watch both movies probably back to back. Yes! And we will notify you guys in plenty of time ahead of time so that if you want to join in, so that you understand what's going on when we start, because we will do a full spoiler-laden discussion yes. of it on the following podcast. There, there we'll, is, we'll there even, is we'll no way. Depth, that... We'll have fun. We'll tear it apart piece by piece. Uh, both move Well, Aiden will tell you how wonderful it is, and I will tell you what a sack of crap it is. <sighs> and he'll tell me why I'm wrong. And I'll tell him why, he, why he's wrong. That's right. Um, so, we need to really get back to awesome in 1999. We really should. So, uh, next up is Dogma. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I love Dogma. Have you seen Dogma? I saw Dogma via you when I was very, very little. Oh, man. Yeah, you need to see Dogma. You, uh, because I've, I've made you watch Matrix and Fight Club. Yes, you, which we should probably also watch again. For... You've probably seen 10 Things I Hate About You. I have not seen 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, my God. We're watching 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, <laughs> Stuart Little. We've, uh, um, I know you've seen Galaxy Quest. I have seen Galaxy Quest, but we're going to anyway, watch it again. Anyway, but this is, this is beside the point. Um, Why did so many good movies come out that year? It was a great year. Now, having done that, now we really don't have anything, uh, anything at all for the meticulously applied portion of this podcast. Look, it's after Thanksgiving. We're taking it easy. That's exactly right. So, it's now time for the pod. You liar. Automatic. How dare you lie to me? Hot dog. This is the Nerd Pride Radio Podomatic. At the end of the cast, I bring out R2 and his fully pimped out Podomatic bubble. And he rolls up random to- topics for me to talk about. And Aiden. Don't you hide the button from me. And where do these topics come from, you ask? Well, that is where you come in. You want to hear us hey, we're on about something, you send your question or topic to us by email, or better yet, in a private message on my brand new forums at nerdprideradio.com slash babble. I will add it to my Podomatic list because Podomatic is about whatever you want it to be. Oh, and the first number up is 25. And before we get to number 25, I would like to announce that next week's episode, number 306, will be the court battle so uh, we can fight over the custody of R2. Wait, 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 wait. Um, I don't even understand how you have a claim at custody over R2. I have been doing this. For 306 episodes, nearly 10 years. So you're saying you're now. saying that if someone has a kid alone for five years, and then they marry someone and are with them for three years, that the person that they married for three years and have grown attached to this child should not have any say. That That is correct. You are at best, at best, a common law co-host. Oof. Yeah, I... Well, you know what? Truth hurts, doesn't it? So I'm just saying, I is R2 is is my Potomatic bubble, and I know what's best for it. 
So, I, I will see you in court. <laughs> you will settle it. Um, number 25 is from Kyle. Hi, Kyle. And Kyle says, okay, word association. I'm going to give you a word, and you just say the first thing you think of. Ready? Got Ready? It. I'm just posting nonsense now. Here we go. Boner. Uh, wow, I, my first my first word, I wasn't reading. Whatever you said, I was going to say boner, and now I'm thrown off my game. <laughs> Saturday night. Wow. That was really random. He, he like, ran here from two rooms away in order to throw that in. That's pretty good. All right, next word. All right, come on. Sex on Saturday night. Oh. Oh. No. You're weird. All right. <laughs> boner. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I was going to say boner as well. Yeah. Because, uh, like, like, no matter what he said, I was going to be like, boner. And then you said boner, and it just but, completely threw but, me off. But... To be fair, I was reading ahead on this now, and I realized I should have just said boner right away, but I was, I, instead of saying anything, I realized that was a stupid answer, so I waited for you guys to pitch in. Well, for you to pitch in. I didn't know what was coming out. But it turns out, Kyle's response is, oh my god, did you say boner? Because that's what I would have said. <laughs> and it makes no sense, right? <laughs> oh my god! That's really what? good, Kyle. That really what? that really was my first instinct, but I was yeah. so embarrassed I put a lid on it and I just right. let Aiden take it away. Right. Just why is what it's the same you can't say the same word for word association. Right. Eighty. No. Zero eight. Oh, zero eight, sorry. Eight hundred. Wow, your your old eyes are really uh falling behind here. Eight hundred. No, but it's my illiteracy. I just don't know how to read dice. Nice. Alright. Number 800 is from Kyle. Well, hi, Kyle. Kyle says, Banjo-Matic, number three. Ooh. Have you listened to any of Steve Martin's bluegrass albums or songs? Yes. And if so, what do you think? I have not I have not listened to his albums. I have listened to Steve Martin just playing straight-up bluegrass where he's not being comedic. Uh-huh. And I like it. I But I like, I like bluegrass. I like banjo. So... Uh, I've been keeping up with your banjo practice. Shut up. No. No, it's one. I finally got to the point where I kind of leveled out and uh, I've been off of it for uh, a couple months. And so I really, really need to get back into it. Uh But it's like anything that the longer you wait, the more difficult difficult you know it's going to be to get back into it and be stumbling and fumbling for the first couple of weeks until you get your footing back. Uh But I really need to, so... Uh, this is this is the motivation I needed. I'm going to play this week. I okay. I am actually going to going to get the old lessons out, and I'm going to play this week. All so, right, perfect. There you go. Forty three. Forty three. So close. Forty three. We, we have the answer to the life and the universe, but everything is just one number away. This one is from Ronster. Well, hey, Ron. Ron says, "Automatic entry: Gregorian date zero two one two twenty twenty point one six five zero." What would your presidential campaign slogan be for Mike Jones 2020? Uh, and that's how I sex it up. Uh, I I was actually going to say nerd it up in 2020. Because that's how I nerd it up. That's... You... I, I we, we suggested that's how you nerd it up. But you kept rounding back to that's how I sex it up. Because now, now the two the two phrases are are both in use here. I mean, right. obviously, "sex it up" is going to be funnier as a punchline for almost anything. But right, presidential slogan, and that's the way we nerd it up. Uh, 
And then who would your running mate be? Uh, I'd be offended if it weren't me. I was going to say, obviously. um, Or any of our wonderful, wonderful sponsors or co-hosts from the past. Look, I, I would want to pick Aiden because he's my primary co-host. It would only make sense. But the problem is he's not 35 and legally can't be vice president. Well, right, right, right. We got to wait because like, like both parties and probably the third parties as well probably have their candidates lined up for a while. So, I mean, we can wait. Well, we can wait 13 years. But Ron is asking for 2020. Oh, well, that, that election's over. We lost badly. All right. We didn't get a single vote. Well, we don't know that. There could have been a write-in for Mike Jones somewhere. <laughs> you don't know. Who? Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. <laughs> okay. Uh, so um, so instead for my VP, probably my... Uh, no, I, I was going to say my lovely wife, but she would hate me for that. Um, uh, Dave. You know what? All right. Let's, Dave, let's... want to be vice president? Let's go with Dave. Um, although, and then 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 you'll turn the Pentagon into just a one big godball board. Okay, wait. All right, I was gonna say, you know, my brother Kyle. I've known Kyle longer, and he's an actual lawyer. <laughs> like he might have some useful knowledge. But then you reminded me that we could just use this to play godball in the. Wait, no, no, wait, wait. You could Hold just on. you could just use the presidency to promote your brand. Kyle, no other president has ever done that before. Kyle would be my vice president. Dave would have to be my chief of staff, and then we can play Godball all day. That would be awesome. All right, I'm set. All right. Uh, Thirty-five. Thirty-five comes from a little bit higher up on the list. You think? There it is. Hey, it's from Lisa. Well, hi, Lisa. Lisa says. Did anyone ever convince you of something that was totally, totally wrong? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm asking you. Oh, oh! I thought, I thought, I thought you were looking at me from all the countless times that I've just pulled something out of my ass. Uh, yeah, no. Look, the the first time, <laughs> no, the first time that someone that I remember someone completely fooling me about something. Was when Kyle, when we were little kids, well, little, like, I think I was maybe early teenager. And Kyle told me a story about how, I've I've mentioned it here before, about how uh, kids in ancient Greece used to tear the wings off of pigeons and glue them to their ankles so they could emulate the god Hermes in the mistaken belief that it would make them fly. And I said, wow, really? And then he just laughed in my face. No, of course not, you idiot. Um, Oh, my god! That was one of the first times. There were so many times I can remember as a kid where I would have asked you a stupid question. You gave me a stupid answer, and I said, Really? It is one of my favorite games I've ever played. It's just, it's it's from Calvin and Hobbes. You just be Calvin's dad, and you just give the most bullshit whack job answer to any question. It's just something so off the wall so the kid can go, Really? No, not really. There, there's a subreddit called Explain Like I'm Calvin. Nice. Anyway, the, the the example I can remember off the top of my head is we're on some Boy Scout hike, hike, and you're like, you'll know it's poison ivy when it terminates in three leaves. 
And I asked, what if it terminates in four leaves? You're like, then it makes ice cream. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds exactly like something I would say. I don't remember that incident. Uh, 96. 96. Oh, wait. Hold on. If we turn it over, it's 96. Not 96. It's, uh, like 69, except they've been married for a few more years. Oh, uh, 96. No, that's that's how you, um, if you're in a sitcom, that's how you sleep in a hotel room uh, with your, with your hetero friends so you guys can prove that you're not gay. Head to foot, back to back. So, and Pat is always Big Spoon. Pat's always the Big Spoon. Uh, 96 is from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Lisa says, You have to be an inanimate object for 24 hours. Yes. What will you be? Not that one. That one's not good radio. Um. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's all sorts of really filthy ans- answers to go with this one, but... Uh, uh-huh. I would... Um, I think. All right, I'm. I'm gonna have to say, I, I, I would love to be like a side table in the Oval Office, or, or a side table in whatever room the current president has uh, most of his personal conversations with people. Just assuming that as a side table, I mean, like. Assuming it's a side table that I can I can uh, see and hear what's going on around me, because otherwise this is a really boring question. Uh, any given celestial body for me. Ooh, that's a great one. Here I am looking at Trump's personal and political secrets, but you, you go big. Man, I like that answer. Alright, cool. Probably, probably something bigger, like the super black hole in the center of the galaxy. Uh-huh. To be able to just see everything you would, from... You would, you would imagine that you would have a much greater awareness from there since your right. uh, mass and gravity affect, you know, the entire galaxy and beyond. So right. That's a pretty good answer. Uh, 55. 55? Why? That is sent in by one of my favorite listeners. Uh, there it is. It's Ronster. Well, hey, Ron. I was right. It is one of my favorite listeners. Ron says, we grow or we grew watermelons this year, and they are huge. What is your favorite kind of produce? Uh, huh, what a good question. Uh, and when I say good question, I mean well-worded. Produce covers, I assume, all ed- edible plants. The multiplication questions. So, um, that's product. Dummy. All right. But if you had multiple, they'd be produce. Oh, God. Um, let's see. My favorite produce. Hmm. Cucumbers. Yeah, you like pickles a lot, don't you? Pickles, slice some cucumbers, put some salt on there. Uh Cucumber salad. I would, I would have to say, you know what, lately? Or a tomato. Tomatoes are super versatile. My favorite produce lately is... Sweet corn? Ooh. I love sweet corn. Uh, black beans, for some reason. Ba- Bambalam? Yes. That's, that's what the song is about. Uh, I I love putting black beans in just about any recipe I can get away with it. 
in. Um, or my my absolute favorite bean, uh, garbanzo beans. Really? Yeah, I love garbanzo beans. Have I've I always ever, liked have garbanzo I ever beans. Ever had a garbanzo bean? Uh, also known as a chickpea. So I don't think I have. Really? Hmm. Well, I have some uh, taco soup on the stove that that has uh, black beans and chickpeas in it. So, uh, you know, you can certainly I've, try some. I've certainly no. never had a garbanzo bean on my face, so. Yes, I know. <sighs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I have, to, I have a dad joke I have to tell off mic. Just a second, guys. All right, I'm back. That was a good joke, too. So... <laughs> <laughs> Should I just tell them? Yeah, they just are, it's not that bad. Well, it's one that um, I've wanted to use. I wanted to share with my brother, but because he puts uh, he puts dad jokes on his Facebook feed, right? But he likes to keep them family friendly. Mm-hmm. I want to put it on the board at work because we could put dad jokes there. But again, it's at work, right? But all right, this this is the one I can't use anywhere else. But it's uh, okay. Well, you know, I finally opened up to everybody about my Viagra addiction. I, I think my wife is taking it the hardest. There you go. All right. Um, I'm Dad. (laughs) Hi, Hungry. I'm Dad. No, we get that point. It was implied. You already said it. It's just, hi, Hungry. I'm Dad. Thank you. 32. 32. 32 comes from... There we go. Oh, it's from Pat. Hey, hey, Pat. Pat. Good to hear from you, buddy. Pat says, what you talking about, Willis? Uh, if I knew any famous Willises, I would just start describing a quote from them. Bruce Willis. No. Uh, uh, see, it was Christmas at the time, and so he was telling the enemies that he did in fact take one of their machine guns, but opened it with a ho ho ho, because, again, it was Christmas time, and... Be, be, being a comedian, as it were, he thought it'd be funny to, you know, tie things in as if it was like a gift to him. No. I I was going to say, look, Arnold, what you got to know here is that the world doesn't move to the beat of just one drum. Oh, God. No, seriously. What might be, might be right for you may, may not be right for some. I mean... All right. Anyway, so... Are you familiar with the what you're talking about, Willis? Bit. I mean, it was the funniest thing in the world in 1978. <laughs> it was oh. not awesome in the 80s. Let me oh, tell you. God, no. By the 80s, it was really old and and horrible, and nobody nobody was in favor of that. So um, anyway, look, enough of Pat. 66. Uh, 66. Beautiful. One more, and we'd have the highest thread count available in fancy socks. <laughs> Um. Oh, hey, this one is from DM Darks, who is also Pat. Well, hey, Pat. Hi, Pat. Uh, what was your favorite action figure growing up? Uh, f- any given rescue hero. Oh, the rescue heroes were the best. Yes, I love those guys. Uh, if they you guys were all so chiseled. Yeah, if you guys are not you know, rugged, if you like, guys... like they all had like a butt chin, like every single one of them. If you're not familiar with the uh, original Rescue Heroes from uh, the mid-90s and late 90s, the Rescue Heroes series, at least in their original form, they were about five inches high 
and they were these super sturdy plastic action figures uh, that, I mean, they had a big wide stance with huge feet, so it was hard to knock them over, easy to stand them up. And, yeah, they were all these these uh, just classic uh, chiseled hero-looking female people. rescue heroes now? You guys even owned a couple of them. Did we? I don't think yes, we did. you just didn't play with them much. They were there. Oh, there's there's the original toy. Yeah. And so there's a cop, and there's a construction worker, and there's all the village people. The new people. ones look weird. And, um, and essentially it was, the rescue heroes were, they were public servants who rescued people. That was the whole point of being a rescue hero. And they were just cool. And they had huge, awesome play sets. My kids had, you know, the, the, the fire boat. truck and the giant, yeah, the aircraft carrier style boat landing thing. Um, they and all of them came with some cool tool. One of them could shoot a grappling hook. And I am almost positive one of that them had a battering ram. The, the toys we had were all like just recolored molds of the same action figure. Pretty much, I think most of their most of their pieces were really interchangeable. Um, but action heroes were just fantastic. Like, this guy just looks like he just had a full frontal lobotomy. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was always the goofiest. The scuba diver. Yeah. Something with, about the way that mask uh, pulls his face up. It looks weird. So anyway, uh, when I was a kid, my favorite action figure that I owned was G.I. Joe. And when I say G.I. Joe... Dude, could you imagine picking, like, karate chop action over any of the other abilities of the action figures? And when I'm saying G.I. Joe, I mean the original 11-inch tall. It was just essentially a beefed-up Ken doll in a fatigue uniform, all right? It was, this was the original. This was the, the, oh, my God, how do we get boys to buy Barbies? Well, let, let's put them in military uniforms. Um, and It'll then, also work as propaganda for the U.S. military. And then later, when Star Wars figures became popular, then G.I. Joe shrunk down to four inches. and uh, <laughs> they, they felt emasculated. That's old... <laughs> Old Eddie Murphy joke as he's talking about uh, G.I. Joe on the Saturday Night Live news segment. And, uh, and yeah, he's showing G.I. Joe at 11 inches and G.I. Joe at 4 inches. And he says, and he's talking about how horrified he'd be if he got shrunk down from 11 inches to just 4. And so, yeah. So you're following in uh, big footsteps there. Oof. I know. So... Big footsteps uh, that don't make good movies. I loved my G.I. Joe action figure. He was awesome. I was most jealous of Joey Ranieri's Evil Knievel action figure because I didn't have Evil Knievel. Um, oh, God. And then there was also, wait, I did have a $6 million man. Wow. How did you too. afford that? $6 million man may have been better than G.I. Joe, I think. Because, you know, he was bionic. So, anyway, uh, that's the best I can remember. It was it was a lot of years ago. Amen. All right, you get one. This one is fifty nine. Wow, aren't you that old? Fifty nine. Yes, yes, I am. Fifty nine is from Kyle. Well, hi, Kyle. Kyle says banjo matic number five. Wow, he really wants to motivate you to that banjo. Huh? Remember when we were kids in Plattsburgh and Joey Ranieri? Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> Joey Ranieri, this is great. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, Joey. That could not have been better. And Joey Ranieri pushed me down on a stick, slicing my leg open. He was terrible. And I wanted to start a Little Rascals-type gang, but exclude him from it. I'd call it the Banjo Gang. 
Anyways, why did he always have the most kick-ass toys? (laughs) It was destiny! Because, Because his parents, I don't know, they were willing to spoil him. I, maybe, maybe that's why he was such a dick, too. Was was, was Tony Ranieri higher ranked than Dad and thus made more money at the time? Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They have some sort I'm sorry, of... Tony named his kid Joey? Yeah, Ranieri's Italian. That's, I was, was going to say, were, were they New York Italians? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I They always had better toys than we did. Um, it also may be that his brother was a little older than we were, and thus he had not only his own new toys, but his brother's hand-me-down toys. But yeah, he had, uh, he had the Evil Knievel sets. He had, uh, where everyone else was riding a big wheel, he was riding a green machine. Um, it's, it's, it's like, it's like your brain said, nah, I can't, I can't talk about Joey's toys anymore. We have to move on. And then Kyle... And the universe just handed you an excuse to keep going. Right, but here, here's the thing. Joey Ranieri was the worst, and let me tell you why. <laughs> Joey Ranieri once asked me if he could keep gum in his pocket, which I thought he had a pack of gum. <laughs> oh, no! And I said, yeah, of course. Where else would you keep your gum? So he put already chewed gum in his jeans pocket. Oh, no. Which then stuck to the jeans, kind of squished through everything, so it's like several layers, all of this pocket all stuck together, and they can't get it apart. And then I got in trouble because he went to his mom and said, well, Mike told me to do it. (laughs) And by saying Mike told me to do it, Joey was not in trouble at all. And I was persona non grata around the Ranieri household for the next week because I was the bad kid who tricked her beloved Joey into doing something stupid like that. You know what? So, Joey Ranieri would let me use the button. Yeah, well, you know what? Joey Ranieri's not here, is he? <laughs> so. Um, this is the last one. 17. 17 comes to us from... Comes to us from... Lisa! It's from Lisa. And in where we started... And Lisa says, are you concerned about what other people think about you? All the time. Not usually, no. Constantly. Almost never. There you go. Yeah. All right. It's been, all right. That that one was Aiden. See what happens when I let him have the button? I didn't even let him have it. He stole it. All right, 34. Hey, 34. That's from? Got any guesses? Uh, My guess is Jacob. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Jacob says, you're at your office job at the Tower of Babel, and your co-worker comes in and starts blabbering nonsense at you. What do you do? Well, it's not really nonsense, because, you know, the Tower allows me to understand any speech spoken to me. Okay, so what if it is nonsense? Well, then I would understand the meaning of what he wanted to convey. But what if you can't? That's the point. Well, I'd th- start throwing books at him till he shut up. It's not like I'm going to run out. Wow, that's pretty good. All right. I was just going to panic because uh, clearly God is angry with us and smiting us for our hubris or something. Because otherwise, why would I not be able to understand him? Oh, is it, am, I, am, I missing a, am I missing a thing here? 
Uh, look, the Tower of Babel ultimately. Um, I don't remember the whole story correctly, so this is this is very embarrassing for me. But uh, yeah, after after the Tower of Babel incident, then suddenly we devolved into all these different languages across the earth, and uh, we were cursed to not understand each other. So oh. yeah, really not nice. That one was Mike. 64. Yeah, that was me. Sixty-four. We needed the exact number of Nintendos there are. That's that's right. Or two to the sixth power. Um, or four to the third power. Do you? Or con- oh, this is from eight Lisa. to the second power. This is Lisa. Do you consider yourself artistic? I mean, the the uh, school system didn't designate me artistic, so I I consider myself creative. I mean, like, I like arts. I'm, you know, I'm okay if I apply myself at something. I'm not great, but, you know, I can draw a little bit. I can paint a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can't sculpt worth crap. Uh, but I'm creative in, in writing and game design. And yes. Some, sometimes in podcasting. Yeah. When I take credit for what Aiden does. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Are those arts? I say yes. Yes. Yes, and I qualify as artistic. We are awesome. All right, now I'm turning it over to GLaDOS for a recap of this week's episode so far. Remember when the platform was sliding into the fire pit and I said goodbye, and you were like, No way. And then I was all, We pretended we were going to murder you. That was great. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronk, as performed by Black Dove Underground. I didn't use any bumper music this week, but if I had, why... All the music I use on this podcast is available on iTunes and, uh, I don't know, Spotify and YouTube Music and Google... Is it Google Play Music? Google Songs? Google something? I don't know. Anyway, no one uses it. All sorts of different music services. No, your brother Jacob does. No, I thought Jacob used YouTube Music. I thought he used Google. Uh, Jacob, if you'd like to write in and let us know which... Uh... Which music service you use, that would be wonderful. And if you do it before the end of the podcast, so for continuity, because otherwise next week it won't make any sense to anybody. Right. So anyway, uh, all the songs that we use are available on a variety of music services, so you should check those out, listen to them, buy them, enjoy them. Wouldn't put them in my podcast if I didn't love them. If you want to help out Nerd Pride, subscribe to this podcast, and whatever podcatcher you use, write us a nice review or a crappy review. As long as it has five stars, you're going to trick the algorithm into sending more people to us because you love us so much. Uh, if you want to do something super nice for this podcast, recommend it to your friends. If you're enjoying it, you should spread the word and let other people enjoy it. You know what? If that's too much pressure, just one friend. Just tell one person if they really have to listen. So I have to have friends? Or shout it anonymously to the void. It'll get the word out. Word of mouth is my bread and butter, people. Remember, I am always looking for you listeners to do my work for me. Don't forget to send me questions and topics for the Podomatic. Let me know if you uh, want to be included on Listener Betrayal. If you have a really interesting nerd fact about an upcoming episode number, you should send that to me and save me all of that grueling research. My contact information, Mike at NerdPrideRadio.com, at NerdPrideRadio on social media so that I'm not checking. But to be completely honest, the very best way to sign up, uh, to, <laughs> to talk to me is to sign up for my forums at NerdPrideRadio.com slash babble. You can get in on ground floor, people. This is awesome. Uh, you sign up there. You send me a message. We will hang out together. We will become best friends in the world. We'll, we'll have, have fun. But I mean, would you really want to get on the ground floor? The upper floors have such a nicer view. Yeah, and it, look. Okay, see, that's the trick. is They get in on the ground floor and they don't realize that all the cool kids are hanging out in the penthouse and we won't let them in. So... <laughs> 
No, I don't mean that. Best friends in the world. We'll, we'll have, have fun. And now it's time for Listener Betrayal. Before we start recording every podcast, uh, we send out to all of our listeners and say, hey, well, all of our listeners who are members of our uh, Nerd Pride Radio Platinum Club or Gallium Club. We say, hey, we're recording, and then we ask a question, but you can ignore that question if you want to. Uh, anything that people will reply back to us, we will read off at the end of the podcast, which is what we're doing right now. So, uh, first up, I sent out to the Gallium Club members and said, here, let me get down to where the first one is. I think you're going to have more responses than me this week. That That's okay. It, it happens once in a while. You're still more popular than me. Uh, we'll start with Kyle. I think, Kyle. Did you send me a response for this? Uh, I did not. I fell asleep pretty okay. much immediately after yeah. I sent out Platinum at the list. Okay, hello, 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 hello. I just want to make sure I don't miss anybody. Sorry about this, guys. But, alright. So, we'll start with Kyle. I sent out and said, Hello from Planet Nerd Pride. Aiden and I will be, re- be recording episode 305 shortly. In the meantime, tell me a story. Kyle says, Okay, but you go first. I want it to involve two sisters, an assassination, dyslexia, and Alka-Seltzer. Go! Okay. Uh, There were two sisters named uh, uh, Anna and Elsa. And uh, are are you lying that their parents were assassinated? Just wait. Just wait. All right. And, And Elsa was one day to inherit the kingdom and become queen of whatever their fictitious land was called. I can't remember the name of it. No one does. Um, Fredonia. So, anyway. um, Or Stolzka. Problem was, is that her dad was a selfish bastard. He was taking too long to die. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, well. So she used her ice powers. Alright. So, she... She used her ice powers. Uh, no, she didn't use her ice powers. No, she no, hired. She, she just she just took the gun off Dad's shelf. She. We, are, who's telling this story here? <laughs> you poorly. All right. And uh, and so, um, she went to her sister Anna and asked Anna to help her and said uh, and said, "Here, uh, I need you." To slip this into Dad's drink, all right, and she gave her instructions. Unfortunately, Anna was dyslexic; she read it wrong, and she wound up dumping a crap ton of Alka Seltzer into Dad's drink, which amazingly had the uh, effect of, on him that it uh, it has on pigeons, where he ate all of the Alka Seltzer tablets, and then his stomach blew up and he died. So I'm, happy I'm, ending for I, all. Is that a thing? Uh, people say that. If if you uh, throw Alka Seltzer to birds, they will eat it and then it will foam up in their stomach and they'll explode because they can't burp. I don't know if that's true or not. It sounds like an urban legend, uh, but it did work on Anna and Elsa's dad. So, because <laughs> because he was a notorious bird, uh, <laughs> he ate like one. Okay, and then Kyle continues. Lord, here's your meal. 
peck, 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 just slamming his face against the table. All right. Kyle says, likable by Deb Olin Unferth. Oh, all right. You know what? I told somebody else that you would uh, you would just ignore me and mock me, but you didn't. So uh, I was wrong. And kudos to you, Kyle. Uh, likable by Deb Olin Unferth. She could see she was becoming a thoroughly unlikable person. Each time she opened her mouth, she said something ugly, and whoever was nearby liked her a little less. These could be strangers, these could be people she loved, or people she knew only slightly, whom she had hoped would one day be her friends. Even if she didn't say anything, even if all she did uh, is seem a certain way, have a look on her face, or make a soft sound of reaction, it was always unlikable except in the few cases that she fixed herself on being likable for the next four seconds. More than that was impossible. And sometimes that worked, but not always. Why couldn't she be more likable? What was the problem? Did she just not enjoy the world anymore? Had the world gotten away from her? Had the world gotten worse? Parenthetically. Maybe, probably not, or probably in some ways, but not in the ways that were making her not like it. Did she not like herself? Well, of course she didn't, but there was nothing new in that. Or had she become less likable simply by growing older, so that she might be doing the same thing she always did, but because she was now 41 and not 20, it had become unlikable because any woman doing something at 41 is more unlikable than a woman doing it at 20. Does she sense this? Does she know she is intrinsically less likable, and instead of resisting, does she lean into it as into a cold wind? Maybe, likely. She used to resist, but now she sees the futility, so each morning when she opens her mouth, she is unlikable, proudly so, and each evening before she before sleep, she is unlikable, and each day it goes on this way, she getting more unlikable by the hour, until one morning she will be so unlikable, inconveniently unlikable, that she will have to be shoved into a hole and left there. Oof. That is a downer, dude. What a good story. Uh, on a brighter note, uh, Jacob used to use Google Play, but that's being merged into YouTube Music, which is what he uses now. Got it. Since Google owns YouTube anyway, so right. that makes complete sense. Okay, next is from Th- Talvin. Thank you for your swift response, Jacob. All right, so, Talvin, tell me a story. Talvin says, well, once upon a time... The goose drank wine. The monkey chewed tobacco on the streetcar line. The stretcher broke and the and the monkey choked. And they all went to heaven on a billy goat. Excuse me? Uh, there's no follow-up, so that's all it says. <laughs> all right. It's lines from Red Red Wine. It's a song by UB40. Actually, it's probably not originally UB40. It's probably uh, older than that. But. Okay. Then comes Sarabeth, and I say, tell me a story. And Sarabeth says, oh, hey, shit, we really are getting back to this. Uh, uh, this is a story all about how my, my life got yeah, flipped, turned, turned upside down. down. And I'd like, like to take to a minute, it. just sit right there, yeah. and oh I'll tell you how I became a prince, the prince, of a town called Bel Air in West Philadelphia, born and raised, uh, on the playground is where I, I spent, spent most, most of my days, days. Uh, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, all shooting some b-ball outside of the school, when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared, and she said, 
you you you're mo- yeah yeah see I needed someone to do the 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 mom line All right. why not mom well because it, it it didn't occur to me that anyone would know the line without reading it off of this text from Sarah Beth how would how would anyone else know this all right it's one of the most famous theme songs of all time stop oh, oh like like Sarah Beth is going to plagiarize you're right you're terrible. Uh, I whistled for a cab, and when it came near, the license plate said fresh, and it had dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it. Yo, Holmes, to Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight, and I yelled to the cabbie, yo, Holmes, smell you later. Smell you later. That's funny. It's like see you later, but instead smell because he was stinky. That's really funny. Very original. I looked at my kingdom, and I was finally there. Sit on my throne as the prince of Bel Air. Good night, Moon. All right. It doesn't say good night, Moon. I added that. I embellished. Um, let's see. Oh, all right. Uh, then. Oh, wait. No, that's me sending us something to Aiden. So, okay. Last one's from Frankie. Frankie is new to this. Oh, well, hey, Frankie. And Frankie asked for a lot of clarification because I've never sent her anything for the podcast. Welcome to the before. nerd cult. Yeah. And so uh, I sent to Frankie and said, in the meantime, tell me a story. And she said, about a man named Jed? And I said, sure. Whatever you say will be read off and immortalized on this week's episode. She said, well, that's not much pressure. Uh, Can I quote a story by a friend of mine that I loved? I'm boring and I have no stories of my own that doesn't involve my animals. We would love to hear stories about your animals. Let's note, Frankie is taking this very seriously. Shame on the rest of you who didn't. Except, obviously, Sarah Beth. Sarah Beth was willing to come up with a a beautiful original story. Frankie, you tell us about whatever you want. I would love to hear about your animals. And actually, I shouldn't knock it because all of these have been very funny to me so far. And Kyle, um, I don't know where that story came from, but I love it. All right, anyway, enough kissing your guys' asses. Uh, I said... Well, you may, but I'd also love to hear about your animals, or you can just ignore the question and mock me like my brother usually does, which he didn't. I apologize. Sorry. I was wrong. But I told her you can't blame us based on trends. Right. I I said anything works here. So without further ado, Frankie says, Okay, let me tell you a story about how the best cat in the world came to live with us. I'm really excited about this. So It was a lazy Saturday, and I got a message from someone who was asking if I had a cat carrier. They had found a very friendly cat at the fairgrounds who needed to be rescued. When I left the house, my husband yelled, Do not come back home with a cat, and I am serious! Okay, (laughs) I know Ray, and he's a pushover. Whatever. Okay, okay. First act, (laughs) someone says they're not going to do something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I assured him that I didn't even want a cat. I was just helping with the carrier. I met with the woman, and the cat came up. Very skinny, but so friendly. We tried to get that cat in the carrier three times, and the cat was having none of it. It had ten sharp claws and a mouthful of sharp teeth, and yet, uh, when we finally succeeded, neither of us had a scratch on us. Dusting our hands off, we looked around and noticed there was a little hole in the wall, and the cat must have slept on uh, on that one two-by-four. The ground was littered with rabbit bones. They were everywhere. Uh, The woman took the sweet cat to the rescue, and the rescue published looking for an owner for six weeks. I thought about this sweet cat a lot during that time. How she got there, how old she was, 
Uh, it was very clear that she had been well-loved and socialized. I called to see if I could get my crate back and asked if they had found a home. They said they had not. I told my husband I was going to get the cat and give her a safe, warm home, and I never wanted her to be hungry again. We have a doggy door so the cat could come and go as she wished. The first year, there were many murders. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly but surely, the cat started to rely on us for food and not nature. She may still murder, but she never brings things inside anymore. She has a pet... A pet snake that she brings in twice a year or so, just <laughs> just so we can see what a good job she's doing taking care of her pet friend. <laughs> she learned to fist bump after two tries. She's partly Maine Coon, so much more like a dog than a cat. The best thing? My husband and she fell in love. She sleeps with him. And she comes running whenever he calls her. She lives. Uh, she loves him like no other. Uh, <clears throat> Dawn. Don't, don't, don't bring a cat home indeed, sir. Indeed. Okay. That was a fantastic story, Frankie. Yes. You are welcome to participate in Listener Betrayal anytime. That was awesome. I love that. There were many murders. All right. Is that it for your Listener Betrayal? That's that's all the Listener Betrayal. All right. I sent out Howdy Platinum members. We aren't recording yet, but I'd like to work ahead. Tell me a, a story of something interesting that happened to you. And uh, the first one comes to us from Noah. Okay. Uh, Noah says, I'm nearly done paying off Tom Nook. Until the next debt. Uh, Side room two, electric boogaloo. (laughs) Great. Nice. Hey, (sighs) Noah participated. He did, and I'm proud of him. Uh, The next one comes to us from Kyle. Uh, He says, I've had a fever for three days with a persistent cough. I was tested for COVID, but the results won't be available for three days. Is it COVID? I've been tested twice before, and my family has done this process (laughs) process eight or nine times. Mm Mm-hmm. It's always negative. So am I due for a positive, or am I just immune? Knowing my symptoms, what is your guess? If you were to, if you were forced to wager on, (laughs) what if you were forced to wager your life on it? What would you guess? If it didn't mean your life, but you had to wager some money, how much would you wager? When was the last time you gambled for money, and what was it for? Alright. Take um, these in order. If it was on my life, I would say that you... I mean, there, there's a lot of variables I would need to know before making these assumptions. I mean... You got tested, what, today? Yesterday? Is anyone else sick? You get no other information. That's, that's a lot he's, to bet my he's, life. He's had, he's had a persistent cough and a fever that's lasted for three days. You know what, yeah. I, if my life is on it, then yes. I would say you have COVID. Okay, good. Now put money on it. How much are you willing to put on it? Uh, do I get better odds if the lesser likely thing happens? No. Literally, you're putting even money down. How much money would you be willing to risk? You're leaning towards he has COVID, so how much money would you be willing no, to risk? No, it's not how much money. It's just, if it wasn't my life but money, would my decision change? Oh. And no, no, I'd, I'd still bet that you have COVID. Okay, and then it says how much money. Uh. I thought he said how much would you be Yeah, how, how much would you wager? Yeah, um, I'd put five bucks. Yeah, I was going to say, if I have to put money down, 
I would only put down five bucks, something like that, just enough to show that and, it's a uh, bet. But I'm not. I don't. I don't want to get rich off the off being right that my my brother is potentially seriously ill. That would be. Terrible. And uh, when was the last time you gambled for money? And what was it for? I have never gambled for money. I I don't do that. No, in fact, we tried to convince him to go to the casino with us once, and he wouldn't go. No, I don't. I don't want to go gambling. I think the last time I gambled for money, um, if lottery tickets count, it would be a lottery ticket. But I don't know. We went to a casino and spent, you know, forty bucks on slots. Maybe two years ago, three. I don't remember. It's been a while. What's next? Uh. The next, one, the next one comes to us from Dom. Dom is new to the list. Oh, hey, Dom. Oh, hey, Dom. Uh, he says, I'd have to say the most interesting thing that's happened to me was the day that I somehow received a package in the mail that I never even ordered, but it was the best day receiving a paintball gun. Nice. That's a good story. <laughs> uh, the next one comes to us from Sam. Hey, Sam. Sam says, I work at Walmart, and the most interesting slash uninterested <laughs> I work at Walmart, the most interesting slash uninteresting place ever. The most interesting thing to happen to happen is a coworker saying that once you get COVID and you get over it, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. Uh-huh. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's harsh. And that you know, that may be a thing that ultimately does turn out to be true. But we don't know that at all. Right. Also, we don't know if you can't get it again. Right. We we don't know. So, wow. Oh, and I think that is all I have. No, it's not. Oh, did you actually say something? Yes. Oh, I am so sorry. I Well, first, first I said, I just said tell me a story. And I said, mine also specifies a, a personal story. All right, and then after telling you that you suck, I then answered. Oh, wow, I thought you were going to call me out. No. Okay. Because I'll call myself in here. I did just admit to stealing his question. Yeah. Because because I knew that we were gonna have try to have a longer listener betrayal this time around, and it was a really good question. So, jerk. They're they're okay anyway. But again, but mine right. mine did specify a personal story, and knowing the gallium list, they would have given you exactly what they gave you, and plus, plus less personal plus stories. You do have many people on your list who are not on my list. So. Right. Uh. Uh, then after I said that, he goes, now, saying, we're recording now, but I was asleep at the time. So <laughs> he had to actually call me and wake me up, and then I had to drive over here to record. And then he says, and as for a story about me, did I tell you about the time I was a Russian assassin? But but then I eventually defected and went to work for a super secret American government agency? Oh, Okay. And then it's Mike's face superimposed over Black Widow. There you go. Wait, wait, superimposed? No, that's me. That was I. I, 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 I thought I thought you were quoting what is it? Let the right one in. Oh yeah, no, no, that would have been really cool. No, that was uh, that was Swedish. What? What? Wait, what? Was he a Swedish spy? No, no. Let the right one in is a no. What movie a, am I thinking of? Yeah, let the right one in is a Swedish vampire movie. Then no. What am I thinking of? Uh, it was Frostman in the eighties. Oh, 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 that was No Way Out. No Way Out, that's it. There you go. That was really fun. Sorry, I don't know where I got the other movie title from. All right, and then that's it. All right, cool. We're all done. You guys have been fantastic. 
Yep. So uh, thank you so much. These answers were wonderful. You guys, uh, you guys delivered exactly what I was hoping for with that question. So uh, very cool. You guys have a great time. Uh, I appreciate you. You're awesome. Aiden, you want to say goodnight? Good night, everybody. And say goodnight, R2. <laughs> Till next week.